Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips and tricks and just stories about what it's like for us as a married couple that owns and operates a business together. Yeah. So, Craig, how has your week been? It has been crazy. It's been a... You say that every week. No, well, that's true. I do say that every week. And I, I'm sure that everybody feels that their weeks are crazy. I, I will say, though, we might take the cake a little bit this week with the fact that two days going into school... With our kids back to school, our class gets hit with COVID. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of the little girls in our youngest son's class was diagnosed with COVID the end of school day two. Yes. And so then there was testing and everybody kind of freaking out and all of that craziness that goes along with something like that. Yeah. Well, and the and the more frustrating thing is was the Right at the start of Labor Day weekend, our kids were off for four days. So um, it affected a lot of people's travel plans and trying to figure out after school, while well, people have already left, contact tracing and who needs to be tested and who doesn't. Luckily, it turned out that our kids didn't need to be tested, but um, better safe than sorry, we did go and get a rapid test right before we went back to school after Labor Day. Yeah, so we got some negatives back on that, so that's good. Well, and what's crazy is is our, our youngest son, whose class it is, his class, you know, everybody in his class has siblings in all of the other classes in the school that we send yeah, our kids to. Yeah, pre-K through eight, we, our class touches every other class in the building except for the second grade class. Yeah, it's crazy. So. <laughs> that's crazy. But um, yeah, so they're a small class to begin with and they were out six kids today so i think you know they had a pretty good time getting to know their new teacher really well because there's only 11 of them yeah that's insane but uh that, that was a crazy that was craziness you know that's the first time that for either of our kids that it's really been a sh- almost shut down the classroom everybody get tested kind of thing so but we you know we pers- persevered we prevailed everything's going to be fine it's just a matter of adjusting and going with the flow well and it's nice that we're not one of the families that are out all week too so that, that was true. a little knock on wood for us <laughs> that's definitely true we want to talk to you this week about our two week vacation not necessarily how awesome and how much fun we had which we did yeah I, I, I just can we just go back yeah i mean can we just vacation forever I want that job. Right. That's called retirement. Oh, that's called retirement. Okay. But Craig, I've never had two weeks off. We've never, we've never taken two weeks off. So even when I had our boys, I worked the day I went into the hospital and I worked the day I got out of the hospital. So I've never had this much time off. I started working two days after I graduated from college full time. Like, so this was a big deal. Yeah. I was talking to my mom who, uh, who was with us on the vacation as well. And, and one of the things we talked about was this was the first time I've had two weeks vacation since I was 15 years old. So I started working when I was 15 and I worked during high school. I worked the summers of high school. I never, you know, I, I, we, we, I would did the one week vacation with my parents a year, you know, and went back to college, but I've never had like since 15, since being employed, there are two weeks of doing like nothing. Well, to be fair, we worked a little bit. We did. And I think that's part of the thing that we want to talk about, which is, so we started planning for this over a year ago, these two weeks. Correct. And part of it was, is, is 
to be honest, you in the business have more sort of day-to-day operational things that are tied to being at the office than I do. I do sales. I can communicate with my clients via email. Usually when we go on vacations or go away, I, I set aside time if it's a half hour, if it's an hour or whatever, and I send emails and I answer questions and I might do a little bit of work. And that's easy for me because my job is very much on a laptop and through email and communications on the cell phone. You, on the other hand, have a little bit more to your day-to-day work that has to be kind of centralized to the office. Yeah. So, I mean, less now because a year ago, a year ago when we were looking at it, I was doing all of the marketing, all of the bookkeeping, a lot of the directing of the admin people. Um, A lead would come or a prospect would call. I would fill out the lead sheet. I would update the systems. I would decide like just the whole process was hinged on me physically doing everything. So when we decided we were going to do this, we said, what has to be true for me to be out of the office for two weeks? And we kind of brainstormed, you know, what hats am I wearing that we need to give to somebody else? And then how do we make that happen? And, you know, having a deadline really helped us make make that happen. So we kind of decided we needed to get marketing and communication off my day-to-day plate. And um, we needed to have more support with the bookkeeping and the basic financial tasks. And then we needed to really kind of go through and update our written systems. And so a year ago when we started talking about this, we started talking about it in August of, of, of 2020. And knowing that in 2021, we were going to go away for two weeks. We only, so part of it is, yes, we had to get these things off of you. And we only had a part-time admin person in the office. So part of that whole changing of that system was we needed to add, we needed to have her moved full-time or we needed to add another person to, to kind of bridge that gap of somebody has to take some time to do this stuff that needs to come off your plate. Right. Um, so, you know, we kind of just brainstormed what we needed to do and worked backwards from that. And so in January, we added a full-time marketing admin person. Well, she actually started out part-time and then we were able to give her more and more responsibilities to take a full-time role. I'm a big audiobook person. I love my audio account. So I downloaded Clockwork, Design Your Business to Run Itself by Mike Michalowicz. And, you know, in that book, he talks about a lot of stuff that entrepreneurs should already know or be working towards. And if you aren't, it's pretty eye opening. Um, But and like all books, you know, you got to take the bits and pieces. But he talks a lot about challenging your systems and daring and figuring out what you're doing, what other people can be doing for you and kind of talked a lot about the place I was at at that time, you know, um, having a deadline was what really motivated me to take that step forward. And he had some tips and tricks in that book to help me with that process. And one of the big things that I took away that I would say my big takeaway was from that was written operating procedures are great, but videos are better. And so I really started making a list of what I do and then recording myself doing it so that I could train other people. Yeah, we used Loom a lot to kind of record videos uh, to train, you know, inputting invoices or whatever, whatever things. One of the things I have a question, though, for you about, Allison, is so as you were going through this and you were training and you were working on moving these things off of off of your day to day tasks to somebody else's, how did your high C, we talk about the disc profile a lot. How did your high C react to all of that? How did your high C handle those things coming off of your plate? Um. It was actually okay because I think that the way I did it by 
because I was so checklist oriented, like, oh, this is the task I'm doing. This is the task. I have to write the directions and I have to make the video. And so um, I did a pretty good job, I think, because my high C had a checklist of how to hand how to hand it off to somebody else. And then, you know, because I think the video systems are so clear, they literally can see what I'm doing. Um, I think that the training time was a lot lower than it would have been otherwise. So we started, you know, I would say it was probably late spring, mid spring. You really started to. Oh, I was crushing it in the spring. Yeah. Roll this stuff out. We were really getting people to, you know, getting, you were getting the admin staff to really start taking on these, these tasks off of your plate. And, and how did that go, go ramping up to when we were going to go away for two weeks? I feel like I was making super good progress, like going into the summer and and then we had some personnel issues in other departments that took my time and my focus away. So I think that I think that I, as we got closer to actually being away, there was a bunch of stuff that I realized, oh, I didn't do all, all these things. I think, but I think no matter how much I had gotten done, I would have thought that. Um, but I did. I just kept a list of the questions I was being asked and like tried to, as I answered them, update the systems. Is that something that? should be in the systems? Is that something shouldn't be in the systems? Is that the right question? Well, and I think that uh, the other thing that we started doing, you do, you did it. Well, first of all, we did the questions exercise, which you've heard us talk about before, where we write down the questions we're getting and then kind of decide or decipher, you know, should we really be getting these questions? And then you start getting in the habit when you're preparing for something like this of asking the question back to somebody. When they ask you a question, well, do should I do this? And you go, well, what would you do? Right. And you let them give you the answer. And if they're wrong, they're wrong. And you correct them and hope that next time they get it right. But I would say, you know, seven out of 10 times, they're probably right. They probably already know the answer. They just want the validation that they can do it. And I feel like having a deadline of I'm absolutely going to be gone just was really good accelerating getting it done. Because as my high C, I could have just thought about doing these things for a really long time, but I couldn't because I had to be done by August 6th. Right. And and so the challenge in the whole thing between you and me with this is so you have things that have to be done every week. Like there are certain tasks for people to get paychecks, for, you know, contractors to get payments. These are things that have to be done every week. My ta my, for me, it's a lot different going away for two weeks because I just tell people, hey, I'm going to be away for two weeks. I'm not going to get you anything until, you know, three weeks from now. Right. So my my part of it for me was more just communicating to people that I'm not going to be around. So you'll hear from me in a few weeks. And most of all people that I deal with are pretty accepting of that. Um, and then. While I was away, all I really had to deal with is any sort of fires or craziness that kind of came up and needed my attention. Um, where you, on the other hand, while you were away, how did you feel it went for the, all those things that you had tried to train people for for six months leading up to us going away? I think it went pretty well. I definitely came out of the week with a list of things that needed to be addressed in the systems or need to do better next time, you know. And then there's things that come up that, like, I just wouldn't have even thought of somebody got into a car accident in one of the company vehicles. I don't have a system written about that if I'm not there to deal with it. Didn't think it was going to, didn't even come across my plate of something to plan for. I have a, I have a system now <laughs> already written down. Um, I think that from my end, I need to start earlier communicating 
what the expectation is going to be. If I'm going to check my messages, when that's going to be. Um, I think that the week one, our team did a bad job of contacting me via text and email and trying to telegram me questions that didn't need to be bothering me at that point in time. And I had said to them, make a list and send it to me on Tuesdays. Wednesday mornings, I'll check it. But um, somehow that didn't get through to them or didn't. And then it didn't help that because I responded to, to it. So I had to check myself and just stop responding. And then I made a list. Um, so I think that that was bad communication on my part, even though I thought I was really clear. Um, and again, the same thing with vendors. I need to start earlier giving them the timeline like, I will process checks on Wednesday of the week that I'm away. Stop bothering the team before that, you know? Right. I think it's, you know, and that's all communication stuff. And that's all, I think, leading up to it, things that maybe we thought we had clearly communicated. Yeah, I thought I had clearly communicated it, but I guess I didn't, even when they got the away messages when they tried to send me messages. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing that we didn't have in our manual that we've never really addressed is how— a system for the team as a whole for how to prepare for going on vacation um, and for being out of the office. And so one of my admins and I have been working on that, like a checklist of these are all the things you should do when you're getting ready to go on vacation, whether it's me or somebody else. And I think, you know, the, the, the challenge for, you know, us as business owners, and especially when you're a husband and wife and you, we have 20 team members and, you know, we want to make sure that those team members are set up for success while we're away. I think for us, it's one of those things where I think sometimes we think we're com- clearly communicating to them or we've given them the information they need and maybe they need to hear it. It's just like somebody who's seeing you in advertisement. Maybe they need to hear it seven times before it sets in. Right. Um, so I think that those are things that we'll work on for next time because, you know, the goal is as we get older to try and do this more often and for longer periods of time, right? I was going to ask, is there going to be a next time? Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> well, and that, I could already go on vacation again. That's the thing we need to talk about, which is like, it was one, I mean, we had a wonderful time and and kudos to our team. It may, I, I don't want it to sound like we're dumping on our team because kudos to them because there were things that came up and there were issues that had to be dealt with and there were questions that were asked and things, you know. Two days left in our vacation, we hear that one of our vehicles gets in a in an accident. You know, those kind of things are going to happen. And and I think uh, our especially our management level staff did a really good job of trying to keep those things off of our plate unless we really needed to deal with it. Right. No, I think they did a great job. And I think that, you know, um, in the last year, we've taken a big step forward in some areas. I think that we've taken a step back in others, but, you know, we've identified where those weaknesses are in the team and in the systems, and we're diligently trying to work through those. And I think it's it's one of those things. There was a 2018 article in the Harvard Business, Business Review um, that talked about, you know, to how to take the stress out of taking time off. And a couple of things that they talked about was, you know, plan ahead. Like you can't just say, I'm going to be off for these two weeks. And then the Friday before be like, okay, everybody, you're in charge. Like we spent, uh, I mean, we'll say a year, but you worked really hard for six months of that to get ready for these two weeks away. Yeah. You know, the article talks about no matter what, who you are, 
like what position you are, you know, a month out, schedule some time with yourself to really think about what you're working on, what you need to delegate, what you need to start communicating and start, you know, a month or three weeks out working through that list um, and identifying what are must do's, what can be delegated, what can be rescheduled. Um, So that was some of the stuff that we included in our list for our team of things to think about. Um, And then, you know, a week out or so out, connecting with a peer if you're going to delegate stuff to them, going over the information and where you stand um, while you're still there for them to ask you questions. And I think the other thing that the article really talked about, too, that I liked was it talked about signing off. And and by, by that, it means if you decide to check in and you're going to, you know, check your emails or call the office or any of those things, set limits to it. You know, that's what you and I try very hard to do that every time we go away. If it's just for a long weekend or if it's for two weeks, you know, we say, okay, tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to from eight to 10, check my email, send some emails and do a little bit of work. And, and one thing that you and I have tried to do as a married couple doing that is we try to do those offset of each other. So if you say, hey, I need to work Wednesday morning and do a bunch of work, I try to be, okay, I'll spend time with the kids. We'll take them to the beach or we'll go do something with them while you work and vice versa. Yeah, or we get your mother to entertain them so that we can do it at the same time if she's with us. Yeah, if there's something that we have to work together on. And and so that's, for us, you know, that's kind of one of our plans is to just to make sure that it's not monopolizing your vacation and that's hard to do sometimes it's hard and and i tell you and it goes back i feel like i say this on every episode and i'm i'm ready to go back to the old flip phones because it's hard to do when you have a cell phone that you are carrying around because you're on vacation and you want to snap a picture you need to check you know a direction how to get somewhere on google maps and then you look down and you see that you have 45 unread emails and you're like oh I got to go through those emails real quick. Well, and I'm I'm bad because I have the habit of hitting the button. And so I will hit the button and then be like, oh, no, but I've already seen something. Um, but, you know, you and I have talked recently about do we get another set of cell phones so that we have a work cell phone and a home cell phone, you know, and maybe that's something we do need to explore more if we can't control this, you know, separation time. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So. so, Craig, what was the one thing you took away from being off? off for two weeks. I thought this year being away for two weeks. So we usually do one week vacations. Sometimes we do two one week vacations a year away from the business, but taking two weeks away from the business, I thought that it was very hard to switch it back on into work mode. I found it very hard that first week, especially back to work. And, and, you know, it was a stressful week uh, because one of our other managers backs his backed his vacation up to ours. So that kind of made it a little difficult. But, you know, I felt like coming, coming back that week was very hard to ramp myself back up into work mode. You had reverse senioritis? Yeah, I had reverse senioritis. It takes me four days to relax to get like out of the out of the work crazy my brain going all the time zone 
Yeah, you. it definitely does take you. It, I think that was one good thing about our two-week vacation is those four days, you know, we did those four days of you trying to wind yourself down, and we still had a good amount of time left in <laughs> Week two, I was like, see you, sucker. I don't care what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so that that is true. So, But I encourage everybody, especially as a business owner, you know, and part of the reason that we want to own our own business, and part of the reason you and I do what we do is so that we can have more control over our time. And like you said, so we can, in you know, as time moves on and as things continue to evolve in our business and in our lives, you know, we'll be able to take more time away. I envision, you know, 10 years from now when our kids are in college that we are going to want to go and visit them on campus if they're far away. And that's going to be time away from work. And we have to have these systems and these things in place in order for it to happen and continue to be successful. All right. So, I mean, I guess I would say if, even if you're not going to go away, set a deadline that two weeks next year, I'm not going to be available to the business and kind of what has to be true for that to happen and work your way backward. And that idea, that idea of saying what has to be true for that to happen is the only way you'll get there. You know, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The only way to achieve a goal is to set a goal. So you've got to think that way when you're preparing for something like this. So uh, it was really great, Allison, taking the two weeks away. And I will say, you know, we do have a free 30 days of Audible that you can get on us. We'll give you a free 30 days. All you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. And I think the book, obviously the book you need to check out if you're thinking about this is Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz. It it really did help you. Yeah, I think so. You know, you're going to get something, if you get one good thing out of every book you read, you're, it was worth your time. Right. And so you can listen to Clockwork, Designing Your Business to Run Itself by Mike Michalowicz on audible.com. So go to audibletrial.com slash Biz married to get a free 30 days on us. And hey, let us know if you'd like to be on the show. Reach out to us. You know, we're looking for guests. We'd love to talk to more married couples, uh, more partners that run businesses together, and just see how you deal with it day to day and maybe give us some tips and tricks from your end. Because I think that's the only way for us to grow or for all of us to grow is to hear what other people are doing. Yeah. And why reinvent the wheel? So everybody's doing something really well. Yeah. So definitely, if you're interested, be on the show. Show, hit us up on social media. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at BizMarried or find us on Facebook, Married with a Business. Thanks everybody for listening this week. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business.